recording. Now here comes the news. Get those words! Hey everybody, welcome back to Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting car from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. Uh, I'm your host, John Polnick, coming to you from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Our studio here, the Dur Studio, Rami Studio, is right here in the Container Park, so if you're ever in downtown Las Vegas, come and say hello. Uh, you will not be able to say hello to my partner, Michael Deeb, right there, because he's in San Francisco. What's up, Michael Deeb? Good morning, JP. What's cracking? You know, we're talking about cars because that's what we do and how we do and all those types of things. Um, yeah, what we do is we dig through all the automotive enthusiast auction sites and we find the most interesting car. We make a prediction as to what we think it's going to sell for. And then we show you how much it actually sold for right here in one video. That's our jam. Uh, Michael Deeb is an expert. I'm an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> let's get right to the cars. Today's uh car is what let's bring it up here drum roll boom there it is what is that michael deep check it out jp uh doug demiro found himself a 1987 bmw m6 uh which is a car in high school john i have to admit like i absolutely love this thing i i thought they were the coolest kind of if i can say sexiest cars that were available uh at the time that i was at high school so this is built on the e24 platform this uses the 3.5 liter inline six. Um, and if my memory serves me correct, I believe that this car utilizes individual throttle bodies per cylinder to achieve what was back then a pretty damn fast 256 horsepower and similar about 245 pound foot of torque all through a five speed manual transmission um, in a car that, uh, you know, had a lot of luxury, a lot of elegance, uh, but looked very sporty. Um, ironically, these cars are really just Grand Touring cars. They're not real sports cars in the breath of, uh, you know, our favorite 911 um, variety, whatever that may be. The M6 is not really going to keep up with that car on a back road unless you've got a race car driver behind the wheel. Uh, but this car is offered to us out of Miami, Florida. Um, it spent a lot of its life with just one family. It's got 105,000 miles on it and looks really clean. Uh, black exterior. They call it a gray interior. I think we used to call it a dove interior. I don't know if that sounds the same to you, JP. Do you remember BMW using that yeah. dove term? Um, the nickname for these cars has become the shark nose uh, as they've grown older and BMWs have gone through the Chris Bangle stage and everything in between. Uh, but beautiful example. Um, E24s are following E28s uh, through the stratosphere. If this car had half the miles, it would easily be a six-figure car, um, which is crazy because they, they were not that for a very, very long time. But they have recently taken a big step up in the collector market and they're bringing some serious money. So here is one that has reasonable miles and I think is still going to be attainable by most enthusiasts, um, especially so being on cars and bids on Doug DeMiro's site. So JP, I'll hand it over to you. Do you ever, do you ever own one of these cars and do you like them? You know, not necessarily as a driver, but just as a fun car the way I do. I, I think these are one of my all time favorites from back in the day. You know what I mean? 
For sure. I mean, you gotta love uh, Lethal Weapon, that opening scene at the beginning with the white one that they had. Uh, this car was kind of iconic for the for the 80s, and it really was uh, the automotive equivalent of a decade. I mean, it really, it kind of wrapped up the decade. Uh, these cars, this particular design is a little long in the tooth, right? I mean, came out yeah. in the 70s, uh, and 60s. they made them, well, yeah, I mean... The CSI, what did it though? This exact that, that, that this basic. If you're thinking of the 3.0 CS and CSI, that car started in like the late 60s as the 2800. But it and, wasn't uh, this. But it wasn't this chassis. This is a new version of that, isn't it? I'm mm-hmm. sure it is. But yeah, you know that basic uh, blueprint. I mean, as far as I'm sure it's been updated in some ways, but I imagine it shared some parts. Well, okay, but for the for our conversation, I mean, it's it's kind of like saying, uh, you know, a nine eleven from the sixties uh, all the way up into the nine nine three. Yeah, it's still a nine eleven. But when we Endure. talk about what's that? <laughs> What's same that? Door. Yeah, same, same door. Yeah, same door. Yeah, I I don't think there's any components that's shared on this car uh, from a CSL to to this. I mean, it, but Fair that point. this particular design is so 80s. I mean, you know, yes. they added on the spoilers and the ground effects and the and the wheels uh-huh. and the wing and all that kind of stuff. But by the time this car was at its end, what year is this one? This is an 89. 87. 87, okay. I, yeah, 89 is when this car was done, I think. By that point, they had the new 745 out, right? Which was an E, what What the heck that was. But that was already kind of starting the new rounder style. BMW had already uh, released the new design language that would carry them into the 90s. And their 90s cars really were a big leap forward in modern design. Look, I mean, there's no way you look at this car and then you look at like uh, an 850i. They just look like, you know, an 850 looks like a spaceship compared to this, you know, 70s looking thing. Um, but these cars really do drive fantastic. Uh, an M6 is just a great way to eat up uh, eat up miles. Yeah. JP, would we call those bumpers diving boards? We would call those diving boards yeah, precisely, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. never made a clean version of this, did they? Did they ever make no, a, no, a tighter no. one? Yeah. So, like, you know, because the E30 is extended in, Europe, in, did they? In Europe, in Europe, it is a little tighter, but. Uh, Sure. Know. The yeah, like these are said, the American the next bumpers. Generation of cars had a completely different language. But even no but even the E30 BMW uh, continued into the 90s, and they made those kind of rounder bumpers that weren't the diving boards that kind of were far more integrated, but weren't but still didn't have that step to them uh, right. like the European ones. Uh, still the smaller diving board, but a diving board nonetheless. Nevertheless, anyways, this car is a great car. Uh, my fondest memory of one of these uh, is actually not from the. 80s. It's uh, not from that long ago. Our good friend uh, Derek Tannis Salad Chai. Uh, may he rest in peace. A young man that uh, uh, that we lost way before his time. Uh, his father uh, uh, drove one of these to Mexico on the Targa Baja in 2016. Nice. Uh, Derek awesome. was driving his dad's 911. Derek, a young man at the time. Uh, how old was he? Like uh, 20 or something. And his father was driving an M6. And uh, we had we had a, such a great time with him and his dad. And actually, his mom was on that trip, too. It was amazing. Whole family went really? out. Uh, and yeah, on the awesome. first day after we had blown up our friend Rami's 930 Turbo, that's a whole other story from another podcast, um, 
As we were getting going to the hacienda for the first night's stay, it turned out the dirt road to get to this hacienda was like 20 miles, and it was just, it was just this. What do you what do they call that washboard? Where I mean, the, it was the worst yeah. possible road, and you've got all these classic Porsches and BMWs and all these you know cars on this rally, all these really expensive, nice old cars, and everyone is just beating the daylights out of him that you just like uh, and and his dad uh his poor dad the, the the rear deck lid finally just gave up it just popped open the 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 lock <laughs> broke from all of and it was just like so he's driving down the road with the rear deck lid just flopping in the wind Dancing. just bouncing all over oh, the place yeah. wasn't anything we could do it was like he broke it what are you gonna do Terrible. so it was just like awful uh but uh yeah so anyways i wonder if he still has the this car um, I know it had some issues and he was having it rebuilt and uh, we got to reach out to him. But anyways, this particular car, I really like the color combination. That dub is hard to Me keep too. clean. Uh, you can see the, um, the, the, the hair product uh, residue left on the light color headrests, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, doesn't look like that's ever going to be uh, dealt with, but uh, I don't know. What do you think one of these is worth now? I don't know. Well, and that's that brings us right to it, right? So this car closes Friday the twenty fourth. Currently, the car is sitting at twenty three thousand on thirteen bids, so it's getting back. And uh, and I believe a car like this, one that's original, uh, has clean Carfax, a, you know, kind of a no nonsense car, uh, unapologetic. But some miles, I think you can still, I think you can still afford one. So JP, I'm going to put my neck out for. Forty-five thousand dollars for this car. Wow. Okay. How many miles did you say it has on it? Hundred and five thousand. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's not many miles for the yeah. year. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is the kind of car that I think you can get and actually enjoy this one. Uh, unlike a lower mile one where you'd be kind of scared to uh, devalue it, I guess, or some people would anyway. So yeah, hopefully whoever gets this car drives it to Mexico on the next Baja. Um, boy, the dashboard doesn't have any cracks. Again, like the 944 that we talked in the previous episode, those darn da- cracked. I know, I know you, Michael Deeb, you're like me. Uh, a cracked dashboard. Yeah. I don't care how yeah. nice the car is. If it's got a cracked dashboard, yeah. I'm just out. I cannot yeah. deal. Unlike, but here's the thing with Porsches. It's like, huh? it's like a pretty girl with dirty fingernails. Yeah, it's like oh, or banged man. up teeth. Yeah, or get you know a pedicure or something like that. Um, the the Porsches though, because there's there's so many more 911s and 944s than there are of these uh, you know old E24s like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's been some industrious companies out there, that, those plastic snap-on covers uh, that go over a 944's dashboard or a 911 dashboard actually look really good. It's not like that stupid carpet covers that they used to make <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes people still get. But they have these form-fitted plastic just snap-on, and you don't have to go yeah. through all the trouble of pulling out the dashboard when you're, you know. The time to replace a dashboard is when you're replacing the windshield. windshield. So uh, you may as well just put one of those snap things on there until it's time to replace. Oh. The time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then replace the dashboard. So, but there's nothing like that as far as I'm aware for BMW, and maybe someone in the comments can tell me otherwise because that would really be cool. Uh, but this one doesn't need it, so who cares? Um, you, what was your bid on this? Twenty three. Forty five. It's at oh, twenty. It's now. at twenty three, and you're you're bidding forty five. Forty eight hours to close. I think it's going to bring you know basically twice as much money as we're at that right now. 
on cars and bids. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative, go under and say 40, uh, because it is cars yeah. and bids. This is a platform that uh, is just not as strong as BAT. I like cars and bids. Um, it's an easier platform to get your car to market. You can have your car to market within a couple of weeks, uh, whereas BAT, you're still kind of in that waiting list of, of you know, almost two months right. in a lot of cases. Um, so, yeah, I, I got, but, but I unfortunately not as many you. buyers uh, floating around in cars and bids. What's up? I got a question for you. Do you think this car would bring more money if it was on P car? That's a very good question. I'm going to say yes. Uh, I, I, I do. So yeah. Uh, P car. We M6, a real M6. Yeah. We've, we have things to say about P car market. Uh, the way they kind of conduct business there. P car market is still those guys that are like hit. If you have an ad on a, if you, if you put your car for sale on Facebook marketplace, uh, if it's something like this or a Porsche, some used car salesman type guy is going to call you and act like he wants to buy your car and then spring it on you that uh, he's going to he wants to auction it for you. Um, so I'm really, really unhappy with P cars business practices, uh, but it is a halfway decent platform. Um, and a car like yeah. this, I do think is probably more likely to find its audience. Um, cars and bids is really a better place if you've got more modern stuff. I know he bids, he, he puts himself as their eighties and nineties enthusiast car or, or eighties, nineties and enthusiast cars. But I think it's really more modern enthusiast cars. You got a Miata. You got a yeah. He's got all these like cars that, yeah. that are just come off warranty. That's that's yeah. his thing. He's yeah. the, he's the least return guy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Well, let's see what happens uh, on this beautiful M6 BMW that I sure wish was going into my garage. Uh, let's uh, let's 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 see who sponsors this show, and uh, we'll tell you <laughs> how much this car sells for right after this. All right, guys, welcome back to Bid Nerds, your daily nerd on the most interesting car of the day from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites, John Polnick, Michael Deeb, here to reconcile our predictions on this BMW M6 from what year is this one again? 87. I didn't think the US ones came in until 88, but maybe I'm wrong. 87. Mm. It's, a, it's a gorgeous car. Tell us in the comments, guys. Remember, uh, we don't know what we're talking about. We're kind of idiots. No. If you haven't figured that out by now, no. you too may be an idiot. But uh, if you if you consider us in any regard, uh, I feel sorry for you. That yeah. said, I hope you enjoy the show so far. Uh, so we're okay. So what were our predictions and what actually happened with this car on Cars and Bids? 
JP, the only thing missing from you and I are the feathers because we're just winging it. So uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, you got to remember, JP, up front, this car is on Cars and Bids, Doug DeMiro's site. And you and I, I mean, man, we love bagging on that guy. And yet this mother chicken, um, JP, get it, get it. I 105,000 miles on the car. I said 45,000 bucks. You said $40,000. Took mm. me under. Doug DeMiro sold this car for $55,000 on a, a whopping 61 bids. That's Whoa. crazy action on this car. Um, so well done uh, to the seller and well done to cars and bids. I mean, that is that to me is eye watering. I'm, I'm shocked. 61 bids. A ton, a ton of people like this car. Uh, and what's not to love? I mean, it's a it's a beautiful car. It's in nice condition. It's got mileage that would keep it affordable. And um, this generation of BMWs right now is taking off. Uh, E28 uh, M5s are $150,000 cars. I mean, they're just going bananas. And M6s are now just about six-figure cars uh, in every capacity except the ones with 100,000 miles on them. And so uh, maybe $55,000 is well bought, but that's hard for me to – I'm not there yet. So to me, this is really well sold. Congratulations to everybody involved. What do you think, JP? Yeah, great driver car. Not exactly a sports car, right? I mean, we no, talked about them no. before the break. GT. Yeah, I absolutely. I had a conversation about um, cars for, that would be perfect for the Targa Baja. We talked about this car before the break. How the the, the poor trunk popped open to on our uh, friend. <laughs> that, that um, is a funny it, story. Yeah, I mean, but, brutal but funny. Yeah. Uh, Boy, this car really is a fantastic cruiser, um, but I don't know. I, I'm surprised that it's so uh, revered given how kind of not good they are in the canyons and the twisties. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think it's just a high mileage uh, really affected this thing. E28s are strong, um, and the E28s seem to be on their way up, whereas a lot of oh, things man. seem to be kind of correcting and slowing down, huh? Yeah, I mean, th these cars are moving in the right direction as far as the collective concerned. We're looking at a 105,000 mile sample in Florida. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I, you and I don't want to buy our collector car out of Florida if we can avoid it, right? And, yeah, uh, what do you guys think? What do you bucks? What do you guys think about cars from Florida? I, I'd like to see that in the comments. Um, Michael and I really, really I would. I mean, I must would almost never buy a car from Florida, um, or at least a car that's spent really significant time. If, you know, sometimes you look at a Carfax and a car was originally bought in Florida, spent a, a year there, and then wound up, you know, going somewhere else. Um, but man, a car that spent significant time there. Ugh. Have you ever been to Florida? Everything's wet all the time. <laughs> JP, if I was looking at two SCs that were about the same miles and the same price, and one was in Sarasota and one was in Mesa, Arizona, I'm calling the Arizona car first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's just the way it's going to go, you know? I mean, come on. Not to mention, I think there's another factor. Yeah, oh, wait, you know what? Uh, kind of backing up here to go with you. Look at the stain on the headrest, man. Yeah. I mean, geez, what the hell? That's just it, you. That's because it, it's so damn it, wet there. Is it sweat or is it curl activator? The combination of both is what creates a stain on a Dove interior. Uh, look, I, when buying a classic car, something like this, you want to be able to fly where the car is, get it, and drive it home. There's nothing better than that road trip uh, right. when you buy a cool car from someplace that's kind of far away and drive it home. But who wants to drive back to the West Coast from Florida? Nobody. 
I do like the free state of Florida. Don't get me wrong. I do like the freedom there. But, uh, man, the gross stuff and all the bugs, no thanks. I'll I'll skip it. Um, There it is, guys. That's the most interesting car of the day. That's how much it went for. What do you think? Did you catch that article? A nerd from Florida today. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, boy. It always starts with Florida. There it is, guys. The most interesting car of the day and how much it sold for right here on Bid Nerds. We do this every single day. So make sure you hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Smash it like my bro, Michael Deeb, over there. And we will see you tomorrow. Get those nerds!